going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my goodness, <coughs> hello guess who's back It's the Wolf and Al and we're on attack Oh, I've got Tom Davis <laughs> and Ramesh too And we're going to deliver a podcast for you Here we go, wow. podcast time Oh, we're in a place did you, did you write that before or did you? No how tragic. Even if I had written that before. I still like the fact, right? What are you t- what, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you doing? I'm just closing down because I've got emails coming up in my top corner. Oh, okay. I like the fact that even right after doing this podcast for nearly two years, we still introduce it like it's a surprise that we've got one coming up this week. It is a surprise, as fucking inconsistent as it is. It is, man. Oh, I've got a swear less. I've got a swear less. Yeah, we yeah, put yeah, up a, yes. yeah. We, we, we put an Instagram clip up. It was a minute long. I said fucking six times. What did times. you? Yeah. Yeah, I, you I, looked, I looked in yeah, but I looked in the reviews and someone's said about my swearing. So mm. I, do you know actually I back I mean doing stand up again, I'm really worried about how much I swear on stage. Mm. I'm really worried. Yeah. I was just it? did the special I just did the special. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that came out for the special guys at the Hawthorne Crawley. It was a hell of a t- it was I'm I'm sounding like I'm being sarcastic. It was a hell of a time. Was it was it vibey? Proper vibey, man. Yeah. Like, I, I knew it was going to be exciting to do it in Crawley. Like, and the Hawth has never had, like, a special, you know, like... Yeah, 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 of course. Of it course. was a cool thing to do in your hometown, and it was wicked, man. They delivered. The audiences delivered. Wait, uh, sorry, a couple man. of people tried to join in, despite... That. What are you doing? What's going on now? What, what's nothing, happening? nothing. My, my quick time had just disappeared. Go on, go on, go on. Um, and then what are you fiddling with now? Uh, I've got three lids. It's part of my ADHD. Uh, I always fiddle with stuff. Is that um is that prescribed to you? Well, these three lids. No, but like to, to fiddle with something. <laughs> I didn't go to the doctor. Like, if you take is the, the three... idea is the idea that you start with three lids and you work down to two and then one and eventually you don't need a lid. <laughs> then I just play with my fingers. <laughs> um, um, so so cool. Anyway, were people trying to join in and, and get stuck in then? 
Well, a couple of people were, and then I had to say to them, look, okay, you, you, there's no way the production are going to be bothered to get release forms to, to get you in this thing, so just shut the fuck up, basically. Oh, wow. I said it in a nice way. No, yeah. I said it in a nice way. But, yeah. Um, anyway, the reason I mention it is not just to... I've become conscious... God, I'm all over the place here. But I've become conscious recently that I... And you can tell me honestly if I do do this. Steer the conversation onto myself too much. I'm not talking about on the podcast, because obviously we have to talk about... Oh, in life, you're in, terrible for it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> go on let's just do, do you want to just do, do you want to just do no, a bit no, 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 i think that's harsh of me uh you. no 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 you know you're you i think you're a guy who you always chat about other people you're, you you listen okay. to other people i think you concern yourself with other people's problems you're a good yeah. man what who, who's who's made this accusation Nobody. It's just I've been on the phone the last like, last few times. I've been on the phone or chatting to people. I've caught myself listening to something they say, and then I've gone, "Oh, that reminds me." Like I've become like the band camp girl from American Pie. Just like, oh, that reminds me. This one time at the at the Glee, I did this thing and da 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 da, and I just think it's barely got anything to do with what they're talking about. Why don't you be in the moment and listen to what they're saying instead of looking for something? You know, when you're in a conversation, yeah. it often happens with blokes. And you can tell it's just a group of blokes waiting for a story to finish so that they can do their one that they've been waiting to drop. That's, That's what I worry about. That's pretty much why I got into stand-up. Yeah, because nobody, you're not having to listen to anybody else's own. Well, you can just right? tell your own stories. Like, yeah. on a building site, that's pretty much what a whole day was. Mm. And it was always, it would always regress to sort of someone talking about fighting. Yeah. Fighting or some sort of, like, like lewd story about a woman that they've met or, yeah, or a deal that they've mm. got on... I don't know, some sort I mean, we fall sort. into that trap a couple of times here where James had to edit it out because you and me just started talking about different times we fucking laid the smack down on somebody. Um, but yeah, I've been like, so, so like he's, he's squared up to me and I've gone like, it's obviously like going for this, like the knockout with the right hand and I'm just like, obviously, I ain't going to let you do that, mate. So you know I, I mean? have so I just, swept back, I've pulled my arm back about half a mile and I've just laid this geezer straight out. Straight and then, up, bro. And then, like, one of my mates just stood there going, like, I didn't know you had that in you. And I just said to him, I guess you didn't know me as well as you thought you did. And then we just walked away. And then everyone in the pub picked me up onto their shoulders and walked me around the high street and just shouting, Tyson, Tyson. Yeah. Now, you know me. Tyson's not my name. <laughs> my name's Kevin. I was like, yeah. And then next day, I'm in Sainsbury's, and then just some geezer just comes up to me and goes, oh, it's the king of Weatherspoons. I go, what, mate? <laughs> I'm just going you know to be Sainsbury, right? right? I'm just buying exotic food, out. I'm just picking up some tortillas, right? Yeah. A little bit of guacamole just to go on. Yeah. And this geezer went, Are you Kevin, Kevin, that everyone's calling Tyson that weighed those 18 blokes in last night? I said, To hold your nose, there was 15 of them, and I hospitalised each one. Isn't it weird, like? That sort of world of just, I, I, that was just literally all everyone spoke about when I was a young man. Yeah, same, same, man. It's mad. And sometimes I'll be out with my well, friends. I met all your friends, by the way, and there's a couple I straight away could pick out and go, yeah, that's that guy in this group. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of them that, like, they will start reminiscing about fights. Yeah. And, I, I mean, and then you've got to go, guys, we're in our 40s. Yeah, you've, yeah, yeah. You've, been, you've been retired longer than you've been in the game. You need to, <laughs> you need to stop talking about this. <laughs> Anyway, how did your stand-up go, Maji? Good, bro. Shout out. Not, not, not in Birmingham. Two great cities. Uh, mm. it was, you did the Glees, uh, right? 
Yeah, I did the greatest. Birmingham. Wicked. I will shout out. Now, well, we, we did a podcast subsequently after Birmingham. Uh, we talked mm. about uh, food gate, buffet gate. Um, mm. Nottingham. Can I just say, Nottingham, by the way, food-wise, you finish a gig at like, I got, got out there like 10 after 10, nothing was open mm. on a Thursday. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a I normally, poor show. I normally, I normally go Subway, but Glee's a little bit out of town, isn't it? Yeah, not, yeah, is it, yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Is there's not. Uh, yeah. No, no. There's a hoot. There's a, yeah. there's a, isn't, there, isn't there a Hooters near there? Yeah, I'm not going to Hooters. Hooters is, yeah. Hooters is the place that me and you were both in. That, that's the sad point of my, our life is when me and you were touring around in our fucking 60s. Yeah. I, I, like we're playing Hooters. Just like flow going to us. That It, it turns out, you know, years and years, the audience has gradually been dwindling and now it's boiled down to that sort of audience that go to Hooters, so... That's Truck drivers. And then me and like 40, you, me, 40 blokes. All right, mate, I tell one the... of your fighting stories, Ramesh. <laughs> what? So what happened, out, what happened outside the punch bowl? <laughs> Do that one. Just people throwing out requests for old stories you've done because none of the new gear is any good. <laughs> All right, Tom, what about that time when you ate potpourri? Do that one. Oh, don't, guys. I can't honestly, even remember it now because obviously, yeah. yeah. Just fucking busting it out like Coldplay being requested yellow. <laughs> That's the only trouble. Right? When, when you're in a band, you can just bring out songs like, and then just play them for the rest of your life. Like Chisney Hawk still earns a decent little bit of money. He doesn't get that one and only shit. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if like, you know, obviously when you do stand up, you're doing the same gear across the tour and then yeah. you get bored of it and write new shit. Well, sometimes you write new shit during the tour. But like, I always... I don't know why I've managed to get myself into a mindset where I feel like I'm saying it for the first time every time I say it. Well, do you, you reckon, can you do that? I never used to be able to, but now I do, yeah. I, I, should I tell you that it's not a secret? I, I think this is what I do. I deliberately engage with the material as little This is so boring, isn't it? But I deliberately engage with the show as little as possible. So when I started, I used to like read it over, read it over, or think yeah. about it and blah, blah, blah. And then what would happen is you get to a point where you were just reciting it. Whereas now... I almost do the opposite. I almost try and forget it. Really? Is it just, yeah, yeah. Because uh, in the last, like, like going back and gigging loads, I've, I, at first I was so, like, when me, with me and you did those gigs, I was meticulously looking over everything time and time. And then just having done more recently, I'm just a bit like, well, actually, fuck, like, I know what it is. And actually, it's quite nice opening yourself up just as finding other little bits. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just it just makes you... It just puts you in the room a bit more. Because you get guys, right, who can do the same. I, having gig now as well, I've been back gigging with different comics, and you, you see mm. and watch some people, and they just do the same thing, right? And it, there's a skill to that. Like, boom, 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 like, literally, like, and having watched you, yourself a lot, you're not kind of that guy. You, you're, you're, I guess, a bit more like, like myself. You, I'm always open just to, if you find something else in the yeah, moment. Yeah, just a bit looser, yeah. Yeah, but, like, watching, I'm like, how the fuck can you do it? Yeah, I think it depends on the comic because like you and me are like, I don't mean this in a bad way, all over the shop. Yeah, do you know what I mean? In terms of like you're talking around it, and you know sometimes a bit will be just different from one day to the next or whatever. But like those guys, they've written it with metronome precision. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. they, so they, it's a different way of doing it. It's not. It's not. I don't think it's bad. I don't think I it's like a bad it. way. Or good, but but my worry with that is number one, like how my head works. Is never ever like I don't think I've ever in all the acting work I've done and everything I've, I don't think I've ever delivered the same line exactly the same way twice. No, I know, I know it's absolutely infuriating on King Garrett. <laughs> and, um, I don't even know what my fucking cue is. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> but like, it's like when I watch you, right? I've seen like you try out new stuff. I've seen you like when you when you're when you've got a bit. But there's something that's really electric about watching yourself, like, and then you go in. Oh, if that um, if that bit doesn't land, it always lands. You're like a bit like actually, you know what? I, I've got enough freedom on what I'm doing to fuck about enough to make it land here. Like to throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thing is sometimes when I watch people who are like really well oiled, and like I say, there's some of my favourite crit comedians are those people. But then if that bit doesn't land and that doesn't like, how do you you just literally just march on to the next bit and the next bit and the next bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it depends, bro. Like you, you know, sometimes when you're having a tough one in the room i know you shouldn't say this but sometimes it is just the room you yeah know what i mean yeah, and so yeah. like and so sometimes you go this room is gettable but it's hard yeah right so you've got to put a shift in basically and sometimes the room is hard and it's not gettable and then if that's the case you just got to do the best you can and and recalibrate what your expectations are i hope this isn't boring for people that don't do comedy but anyway no that's no. that's kind of my approach but um it's exciting, man. Like, you're going to be... When are you going on tour? Uh, are we allowed to even talk about it? I think... I mean, yeah, I mean, Flo might shout me after this, but I think uh, looking at autumn next year, I think we're doing a small, like, work-in-progress tour. Oh, my God. Early. The spring, the like stand-up spring. comedy in this country does not know what's about to come <laughs> running through like a goddamn juggernaut. Oh, my uh, days. <laughs> it's going to be so sick. I'm so excited for you, man. Like, I'm so uh, excited for you. I always feel like uh, you're Apollo Creed and I'm Rocky. I'm learning so much from you. Like Apollo dies quite early on in the series, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully you, you, you lift I, I, to see me lift the title. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I reckon I've got 10 years and then I'm gone. I'm quite comfortable with that. I, yeah, I'll tell you what, mate, I reckon you've added at least another 10 years on like, how healthy and sweet you look now. You look fucking so good, bro. You put a picture I'm up on that sandbags picture of you. You look so good, bro. Um, I, I, thank you very much for saying that. I, I actually, you've reminded me that I need to issue an apology to our listeners because I took, when we did League of Their Own and Aaron Ramsdale was on. Yeah. Right? Who I love, adore. Yeah. yeah. Took a photo with him afterwards and then I saw the photo and I didn't want to put it up because I didn't like how I looked. Right? Right. And then eventually I thought, but I've got a photo with Aaron Ramsdale and I love him. Yeah. And... I think people like that photo. So I put it up on Instagram and then I put, uh, I nearly wasn't going to put up this photo because I hate everything about how I look in the photo. And, and just to qualify what I've got a problem with, I just think I look, I've got a funny face on. I'm tired after the show. The rucksack is pulling my T-shirt over my body a little bit. So it's, it's sort of being, a, you can sort of see the silhouette of Homer Simpson's head sort of in my top half. So I just didn't like it. And then loads of people, you know what? I was slightly embarrassed. It was very sweet, but loads of people went, you look great, you look great, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I became aware of the fact that it looked like I was fishing for that. But my instinct always on those sort of things is to be honest. And that yeah, was my honest feeling. But is that I, I did I didn't exactly want to the same thing this week. I've done exactly what did you do? Uh, so I, I played. So I played in the, the golf tournament we talked about. Uh, mm, that big, um, the big tourney. Shout out James Robinson, put a lovely uh, video together. Um, like... Literally, he's put a great video together of me hitting the, a few good shots that I hit. All I could look mm. at is I'm in a really tight T-shirt and I look like I've yeah. got like a fucking big old pair of titties. Like, mm. it's like, <laughs> I literally just looked at that, right? And then I put up, look, you know, excuse the moves or whatever. And like, but that, I'm not doing that fishing for God. Like, genuinely, all I could see in that video wasn't like the fact I was probably playing, like looking like I was playing the best golf I'd ever played. All I could think was, 
Why did no one fucking tell me that I had like essentially like I looked like I looked like I was I was peacocking if I wanted to show off the fact I had big tits. <laughs> like, like, I look like I've gone. Actually, let's go down two sizes so I can really get my moves in. That's what I look like. But no oh, one no. told but me. The, but the thing is, is that you look great. Do you know what I mean? You always look great. So, but look, the thing is, is that you know, I felt exactly the same. I felt like I looked like I was fishing, and a few people messaged me to say, like, quite firmly, you need to stop talking yourself down. And I do, I do get that, and, and obviously we both are guilty of that. But at the same time, that is kind of how I felt. And that, do you know what I mean? So you, you kind of. Um, but you know, now you look really good, right? Well, look, I, I, look, I, I'm I'm happy that what I've done has uh, yeah. made a difference. I was I was aiming to lose weight, and I've lost a bit of weight, right? But yeah, but you still, you know, you, you look, the truth is, you know, when you read all these things and people go, losing weight won't make you happy. That is true. Because, because like you still, because you just find a new thing to agonise. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, so I guess what I'm saying is, you, you, there's something needs to happen in your head, isn't there? You know, like when I used to watch when I used to watch Gok Wan, Yeah, I used to get so frustrated. Also, like, can to... I just shout out? I've given him some shit on this podcast before. Yeah, you have. Please go back to doing clothes and stuff. Well, what's wrong? Well, because he's doing cooking and he's doing. Oh, sorry, I thought you were about to do an apology. But you had to give him more. No, shit. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm apologising. He's a fucking G when when he's talking about that sort of stuff. When he's talking about mm. what to wear for your body type and all that, I'm like, yeah. it just feels like he's walked away from that vibe. It's yeah. like he's a footballer who's just decided to play the. He's diversifying. He's diversifying. Why are you trying to put him in a box, bro? I'm not. I'm just saying he's the best at doing that. Mm. He was better than Trini and Suzanne for definite. Oh my god! Why have you put the boot in on them now? <laughs> But we you know when he used to, when he used to um, at the end go, he just showed them naked again. And I just yeah. thought, hold on a minute, what are you doing? What a cop out! And then now I realise actually he's right. You got you got to like fix something, didn't you? Yeah, of course. Not but, a little, I mean, my aim is not to look look in a mirror naked and be happy because. But also, uh, just to know. quickly say, right, mm. it should be about being healthy, and like like I look at like. When I even when I like even when I lost a lot of weight, I don't think I was particularly healthy. Like when Grace, you was have first lost born. weight, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. But when Grace was first born, yeah, I lost a shit ton of weight. But I don't know quite how healthy I was with that. Mm. I wasn't eating particularly well at the moment. I'm eating better. I'm, I'm my balance of life now because I'm having a bit more of like I'm having, getting out, having a night a night out here and there. My balance of life is better. I was, at one point, I was too consumed with not drinking, not going out, not doing anything, just fucking staying in, and yeah. One of the things I didn't realise, and one of the things that's the difference with the how. By the way, I'm fully aware that next week I'll probably be. I'll probably put it back all on. So I'm not saying that I've, I've cracked it. But I would say the difference I've had this time is realising there's no such thing as like forbidden foods. Like like you you know like as long as you're watching how much you're taking in generally. Yeah. You can have four or five beers, but you could still be on a low calorie diet and have a night out. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like I didn't realise that before. Before I was like. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to eat anything enjoyable. I'm just going to fuck it. And like, and that's why you, that's why I ended up like, like falling off or whatever. Whereas now, like yesterday I had like, <laughs> I probably had too many beers, but I, I had a few beers. How many did you have? But it wasn't. Seven. I did have seven actually. How well, did you know that? I'm just good at, I can see in your eyes. No. Can, can we, can we, look, look, I don't want to advocate alcohol consumption. Okay. But like, I went away, as you know, I went away to Jersey and, um, drank a lot of gin and tonics, yeah, yeah. right? Because gin and tonics are low alcohol, right? Not low alcohol, sorry, low, low uh, calorie, right? So I thought this, that's the safest, not safest option, that's the best option because I intend to be drinking quite a few of them. And I got pissed, like, 
I'm talking about embarrassingly pissed. Like I think we talked about this falling yeah. over in the hotel bedroom at the end of the night pissed, right? Yeah. Beer that's about four to five percent. The speed, the, the the pace at which you get drunk, I think is perfect. Yeah. I think it's absolutely perfect. Do you know what I mean? Mate, uh, lovely ice cold beer on a oh, hot day. Mate. It's a thing of beauty, man. It's delightful. My thing is I just don't have the willpower to like once that first um, the nectar sort of touches my lips, then I, I really struggle to go. Right, rain in. That's that's where my problem is. Like, yeah, I, I will go. And, and, and the, the, the problem with getting drunk is, is you get to a sweet spot and then you go past it. Yeah, and and yeah. I've, I'm yet to manage to figure out how to stay in that sweet spot. I can't do it. Really, I think probably what you need to do is, you, the alcohol hasn't fully kicked in yet. So what you need to do is slow down a little bit to just keep yourself at that level. But what I do is I hit a sweet spot for about, I would say, 30, 35 minutes. And then beyond that, I'm not listening to what anybody says, and I think I'm the most charming person in the pub. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a charming drunk. But then you, you do what I do. You get really charming and really sweet, and then something derails you, and then you just and go really, really quiet. Paranoid. I mean, I'll be, in the, I'll be in the conversation just texting you, even though we're in the same room. Just Was that okay, what I just said? I always think he's a bit like Forrest Gump with the running. How do you mean? Well, he, like, he, he didn't have to run the whole of America. Yeah, I think he bit off more than he could chew. Well, he yeah. chewed it, though, didn't he? Didn't he do it? Yeah, he chewed it, but I just think there's probably yeah. a point where he went, actually, I'll probably run far, far enough here. I don't need mm. to run all, all over America. He, I've got, also, I always think with that film, that actually that could have been the sequel. I think they just rushed through that bit. He, what he could have been the sequel? Him running across America. Who the fuck wants to watch a film about a guy running across America? What are you talking the about? The different wacky characters he met. I was like, this is some of the most interesting stuff in his life. Did I tell no, you? I wouldn't, dad- I, I wouldn't go to watch that. If I heard the sequel was Forrest Gump on a run... <laughs> No, thank you. Did I, did I ever tell you about what my dad said? About I am Forrest out. Gump? No, go on. <laughs> we were watching Forrest Gump. And he went, uh, about halfway through, three quarters of the way through, he went, oh, I can't watch this fucking shit. And I went, what's wrong? And he went, well, he's a bloody liar. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I've never heard of this fella. He'd done all this amazing stuff. You'd have heard of him, wouldn't you? <laughs> but, oh dear. I like the thought that it was real, but he just yeah. But I think the run could have been interesting, like a little bit of mm. like for a little romantic edge to it. Yeah, like this 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 woman keeps driving ahead to spots to see him and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. And then they mm. kiss on like the sort of I don't know, like the, what's the big mountain bit called near Las Vegas? Mm. I don't want to give away my ignorance here by guessing Grand Canyon. If, if, if he gets to the Grand Canyon and she's there and he's like, oh my God, I didn't think you'd be here. And she's like, I've always loved you, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, got yeah, it'd be there. really sweet. It'd be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You should, you should knock it up. Pitch the it to run- Tom, see what yeah. he says. <laughs> For his gun, the running years. Tom Hanks is a great guy, right? Oh, yeah. He's amazing. He's a really good guy. I think there, must be some- there must be something wrong with him. No, I just think he's a really decent human being. No, but I think he can't actually be. he's the sweetest of salt. No, I think he is. You can't be. I think you can't be. What, what's your thoughts on Mah- uh, Mah- 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 Mahogany? McConaughey? Mahogany? Matthew McConaughey. What's your thoughts on him? What's my thoughts on him? Yeah. Well, what's happened with him? Well, I don't know, just in general. I've been listening I to find his book. I find, him quite, I find him quite inspirational. Well, no, I like him. I've been listening to his book. But it's great. Yeah, okay. So if, you're a big fan. Go on, talk me through. No, 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 no I like it. No, I'm just saying, if I was in a... Like a situation like Captain Phillips, mm. and I could save Tom Hanks or Matthew McConaughey. I'd definitely save Tom Hanks. Interesting. It's, just, it's a very convoluted way of insulting somebody. <laughs> no, just, I, 
I would save Tom Hanks over you. I would save Tom Hanks over some members of my family. Yeah, yeah. But so what's, mate, I would probably say, I don't know, between you and Matthew McConaughey, I would be like, that would be a difficult situation. Okay, fine. So, so then what would you do? Would you ask us to pitch you sort of reasons why we want you well, to Well, no, I'd just say, Matthew, would you be around to do a podcast or something? <laughs> No, but I'll be honest with you. If, if it was me and Matthew McConaughey, I would tell you to save Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but I would say my he's, problem he's with got... Matthew McConaughey, right, is he's so fucking handsome and he's so fucking cool. He was What's, never why not. Why is that bad? Well, he's just never not going to be a superstar. Like in anything he'd done, if Matthew McConaughey had played American football, baseball, soccer, whatever he'd have done, right, he'd have been a superstar. If he decided yeah, to, but, but, like, Tom, do a country but Tom, music, Tom, like, he's Tom. just he's just got that thing. But Tom Hanks yeah, but he, has done it despite, like, Tom Hanks has just got that, he's very normal, Tom Hanks, and he's still got to that fucking level. Okay, but Matthew McConaughey was doing loads of shit films, right? And then one day... Some of those films it, are actually better than people give them credit for. But sure, right. sure. But, what, but let's say, let's just, for the purposes of, of simplification, he had a run of kind of like, what would you describe them as, sort of low-rent films, right? Well, no, yeah, but they Fate. were still quite... There was, there was still money. But they're still enjoyable. They're still enjoyable. Yeah, but also, still made like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Great film. Not great film. Good I film. I think it's a really good film. Not great. It's not... Yeah, okay. Well, you've already... You've, you've gone down a level. So, you agree with me. It's a good film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, there's right. a part of me that thinks that's a part of his mad genius. Well, it, it's made him look like the comeback kid, hasn't it? When he has, but also... Because like, people, people talk about how, how he, like, saved his career. He did have a, a consistent Hollywood career. So his early phase, right, his early phase where he was supposedly like phoning in and coasting is way beyond anything I will ever achieve in my career. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Okay. So why do you hate him? I don't hate him. I, I, I find him... I, I you just think the cars are too... You think the cars are too heavily stacked in his favour? Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, I just think that when, was like, when I look at certain people, I go... Fucking hell, man! They, they're, like, what, like that's incredible that you've got. Like Tom Hanks to be the best actor, and when, but when you look at Tom Hanks, if Tom, if if I brought Tom Hanks to the pub and you had no idea who he was, right? And like he was just, I just brought him in, and I said, oh, "This is my mate uh, Hanksy. He's like, I don't know, he works. He, I he's a plumber. Love that, by the way. Uh, he's a plumber, and he was just stood there and chatted to us. You go fucking out. I'm like, he's a nice fella. You know, is he around to, like me and like me and the swan have got some fucking problems indoors like, with the fucking hat plumbing. <laughs> is he right to come around and do it? I'll be like, yeah, yeah. And Hanksy would come around, you'd enjoy his company, right? Yeah. And then, Lisa would, and then Lisa would say, um, a bit of a situation. Um, Hanksy laid some pipe down in some places that maybe he shouldn't have done. <laughs> and then and then I'd have I'd have I'd have I'd have a chat with Hanksy about it, and I'd be like, Do you know what? Fair play to the fellow. He's a nice bloke. I think she's better off with him. <laughs> so I think you'd actually, uh, by the way, I think you beat Tom Hanks in a fight. I don't think I would. I'm really, I'm, I'm really, my, yeah, my fight mentality is pretty bad. Yeah, but then just stretch on the other side. I walk in with um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? Walk into the yeah, barbecue. I'd, ha- I'd, ha- I'd hate him. I'd hate yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Right? Cause yeah. I, and, I, and if I went, oh, this is Matthew McConaughey, he's a plumber, you'd go, fucking hell, he's not a plumber. There's no way. Yeah. He's just, it's just, he's got everything. It, it, like, imagine the number, imagine the number of jobs Matthew McConaughey oh, would be getting action on. I think he'd earn more money out of being a plumber than he would, like, just because everyone would, he'd be, he'd be back to back. Yeah. He'd be doing just like people, just, just, just people would be deliberately blocking their toilets so that Matthew McConaughey yeah. could come around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking, just in a pair of like stonewashed denim jeans. Yeah. Can you wear that tight t-shirt again when you come and see Oh, mate, he would always wear that tight t-shirt. And also, and, and like, he's probably got my favourite ever Oscar winning speech. 
Which one was that? At the end of it, when he just turns around, he says about chasing yourself. That's the person he looks up to. Of course it is. Who else is he going to look up to? There's not anyone on the universe Matthew McConaughey's mm. going to look at and go, oh, he's better than me. So himself yeah, in so, five years. For somebody who doesn't like him, you really have bigged him up for the No, I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm just saying the odds are all stacked in his favour. You said you'd want him to die if you're on a boat with him and Tom Hanks. Yeah, but fucking hell, man. I don't, like, Tom Hanks, for me, is like just... I think Tom Hanks is... Well, so, you know, in, in, in defence of Matthew McConaughey, there's a good chance he's probably got his best film ahead of him. I'd argue that Tom Hanks hasn't. Really? Well, I'll tell you what, when, if we can sit in years to come and I can go Woody from Toy Story, Big, Road to yeah. Perdition, you yeah. know what I mean? He's Bang, done them Splash. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah all done. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey is, I don't think he's, I don't know, I think he's got his best two films in his locker already. You reckon? Yeah. Did you watch Interstellar? Is that Matthew McConaughey? Uh, isn't that Matt Damon? No. Interstellar, I don't know. Is. Do you know his best film, Wolf of Wall Street? Never watched it. You've never watched Wolf of Wall Street? No. You are fucking bad? joking. What are you doing? No. What a terrible joke that would be, by the way. Um, uh, Interstellar, hold on. Interstellar. I, I don't think anything about Interstellar is going to be as interesting as the fact you've not watched Wolf of Wall Street. 2014, Matthew McConaughey. Anne yeah, Hathaway. Right. Yeah. Michael right. Caine. Oh, yeah, Michael Caine's in that. Right, right. That's not sorry, well, okay, sorry. probably one of his worst films, Interstellar, right? Oh, the ending was fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. How have you not watched Wolf of Wall Street? You sit here with your uh, feet up and fucking picking your toenails, talking about fucking Marvel films and giving it all the big fucking Barry Norman about fucking all these geeky fucking Star Wars. You've not even watched Wolf of Wall Street. I've literally, like, I feel embarrassed sometimes when we're talking and you were talking about films. I actually, no, I shouldn't probably fucking throw my fucking big stupid face into this fucking argument. And you've not even watched Wolf of Wall Street. It's like, it's insane. It's like saying I've never seen The Godfather. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's quite like saying you've never seen The Godfather. <laughs> it's not far it? away. Got, is Wolf of Wall Street really that good? Mate, it's an ex- exceptional Okay, look, I'll t- tell you that. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. I'm going to watch it today. Lisa will be furious because we're supposed to be packing for the holiday, <laughs> but I am going to say to her, no. Why, why don't you just put it on your iPad and watch it on the flight? It's, okay. Turn up. All right, all right, I'll do that. Chill back. Um, I'll tell you what, Theo would love it. Theo would love Wolf of Wall Street. Mate, how old is he now? 14? 12. 12. Oh, actually, maybe he's a bit young. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. My God, that kid, man, he's got himself the freshest haircut. I'm so jealous. Really? He looks unreal. What, what's what's oh, he done? Oh, God. Like, people talk about being envious of your sons, you know, because yeah. they've got their youth ahead of them and all that. Yeah. And they've got, like... He came back with his haircut. He's got it, like, all curly on the top and, like, faded around the sides and oh, back. Nice, it just nice, looks... Nice. He just looks like a little bad man thing. Yeah, good for him, man. Ready for the holiday? I'd love to look like that. Could be his first holiday romance this year. Um, yeah, it could be, <laughs> I suppose. I don't, uh, he, he really he really hates me talking about anything like that. Oh, really? Yeah, if I ask him any questions. Yeah, but you've got a cool dad it, man. You've got a cool dad it. What do you mean? How does that mean? What does that mean? We'll put your sunglasses on. Right. What, in the house when I'm talking to him about it? <laughs> Go into his room. Just like... I, think, I, I, think he, I think it's like... Um, <laughs> Break out the old leather you know, jacket. You know, you, know when, um, you know if somebody uh, tried to manage a football team, <laughs> yeah. uh, a Premier League football team, and they're walking on the first day, and the team know... That this guy has never even played at Sunday League level. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think Theo would feel about me trying to advise him about relationships with <laughs> women and stuff like that. Then just hear me. What, what, what the fuck have you got to tell me about relationships? Bear <laughs> in mind, I, I see evidence every day that mum's settled. Yeah? You just see you on the bed and he's just thinking, oh, allow it, mate. Fucking shake your big fat mouth. <laughs> 
Yeah, so no, basically, just play it cool. Uh, yeah. You gotta be a gentleman. If they text you, text straight back as soon as possible. You need to let them know you're available whenever they need you. You, you know, yeah, whatever make, they make need. Make sure the first thing you do is just buy them loads of presents so that yeah. they know that you're financially stable. <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes they'll want to see other guys. And, and some people would say to you, no, that's a deal breaker. What I would say is let them fly. And then when they see, when they see what a wonderful and generous spirit you are, they'll come back. And sometimes it will take them five or six guys to discover that. Obviously, so you sit back and you play the long game. Once you've got three young sons and, you know, obviously you, you're boring the life out of their mother. <laughs> Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. This episode is brought to you by Bi. It's Wonder Water. What makes Bi so great? It's simple. From raspberry lemon lime by Sydney Sweeney to Zambia Bing Cherry and Palavo Pineapple Mango. Bi has antioxidants, electrolytes, and no artificial sweeteners. So for flavorful hydration, choose Bi. It's Wonder Water. Learn more about Bi and discover all of the exotic, bold flavors at drinkbi.com. I had a barbecue on uh, on Saturday, and my thanks for the invite. Well, it's, it's, just not, it's just <laughs> it's only me, Grace, and Catherine. There's no one else. Going. Oh, fine. Okay, fine. just three of us. But the whole of my uh, fucking this room stinks of smoke still. Yeah, do you, do you, I've got I've got a house issue, and this is quite. A, you're you're going to rip it out of me for this. Go go go. I basically when we got the ha- when we moved into the house, I asked for like a lit wall on the back of the at the back of the office for yeah. like putting my trainers and shit. And they gave me to activate and deactivate that light uh, a remote, right. um, which I have now lost. Oh, you're joking! And bro. the light is on, and this room that I'm sitting in now is currently, I would say, rough estimate, 45 degrees. Right. I, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. Wait. I'm actually contemplating smashing. Yeah, it. what am to... I going to do, man? I have to break it. You're going to have to break the light. Mm. You know what to do okay. is what? get. Who's the worst footwright of your three sons? Uh, oh, that's that's the worst. Don't you don't need to say. But just get one okay. of them to come in, give them a football, yeah. and then just let them kick. At some point, they'll hit the light with the ball. I mean, that feels like quite a long thing to wait for. <laughs> or just say that Reggie did it. What, what am I saying? Do you want to come and play? Do you want to come and play football in my office? Yeah, yeah. Just no. Just have a mate. If you have a football in your office, just sitting in the middle of the room, there's no yeah. no one who can resist just kicking it. That's just like. That's just mm. the laws of average. Right. So just let them, uh, yeah, just basically get, yeah, put the ball there. They'll come in. One of them will kick it, smash it to light. You can then just be, like, empowered and be like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck's sake. Mm. Then you order another light. Or you could just call the company you put it in and see if they've got a replacement. Uh, Tom. Yeah. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted. 
because yeah. I was about to say, should we do some emails? We've literally just had an email come in. Wow. And I, I've, I, and I got excited because I'm going to start with this email. It's wow. literally just hot off the press. Wow. Okay. Wow. Hot off the press. This. Oh, wow. wow and wow. it's about you. It's about you. Oh, no. Uh, this is from the sad koala. It says, hi, Wolf and Al. You'll see why I kind of got distracted in a sec. Hi, Wolf and Al. Not a question, but more of a massive thank you, especially to the wolf. I came to see you at the Birmingham Glee Club a few weeks ago, and it was the same day that myself and my boyfriend broke up. was meant to go with him, and I nearly didn't attend. I had a panic attack in TK Maxx just before the gig started, but I pulled myself together because I wanted to see the wolf live for a while now. I laughed the whole time, and it cheered me up no end, and I just wanted to say thank you wow. so much. Oh, that's amazing to hear. Oh, wow. That's a nice... Isn't that lovely? That's a lovely email. That's a very Thank you, email. Sad Koala. You've yeah, really... And, and you've started off this email section beautifully. And, we and I hope that one day it. you write in and it's from the Happy Koala. And you've, you... Yeah. You, you know, it makes yeah. me sad to think of you being sad, mate. So I hope everything fixes up, y'all. Yeah, me too. Um, Actually, just a shout out as well. Like, mate, like, it is quite a... I, I always... Because I... It's a weird thing, right? Me and you just <laughs> cobble together an hour every every week of this podcast where we just no, I would say I would say cobbling together <laughs> is an exaggeration of what goes into this podcast. No, but like and we enjoy doing it. I love doing it, it's one of my favourite things to do. But I, I, I it like the people who came to Nottingham and Birmingham and, and like mention and talk about this podcast is it is generally I find it very lovely. And and uh, there was a gentleman who came um to the show uh, in Nottingham and, and sort of spoke to me about some of the issues he's had and the things he's been through and that he listened and what the podcast meant to him. And I, I genuinely like, it's lovely to hear that stuff. So um, it's like mad that people, yeah. It's really lovely. Although I did get a text message from Ed Gamble the other day. Really? So what? Well, you know, he listens to the podcast. Yeah. So he said, he texts me. Let me have a look at this. I'm going to read it to you exactly. Right. It's not long. Oh, here we go. Uh, just he- listening to the podcast, just heard about the arse pebble. You lost a listener today. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I love it. So there you go. Well, yeah, Seaweed Gate has slipped into the, their podcast as well. They, 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 I think they're looking at, yeah, I don't think they knew about seaweed either. So, they didn't know about seaweed being crispy cabbage? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, look, that's all I'm translating from, from the... Twitter feed of people. Uh, anyway, sorry, I forgot to say thank you, uh, Sad Koala, for your email. Yeah. And thank you to the people that bigged up and Tom. Thank, and also... Hey, Gamble, I hope you're back. And I hope you're listening. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the special, somebody shouted out, go on the owl. Oh, wow. So, you know, which was annoying because I'm, you know, I'm taping a thing. But anyway. <laughs> I hope they leave that and it's recorded. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. This is from another koala. Wow. Kim the, Kim the koala. Two koalas. She says, Hello, Swan, Alan Wolf. Firstly, you do not need to keep me anonymous. It's all good. Secondly, my situation. My brother is soon to be married. We're having many parties and events over the course of a week, one of which will be at home, where parking is somewhat limited and we'll be having a marquee in the garden with many people attending. My worry is the noise we'd be causing. Over the years, we've always been relatively peaceful neighbours and caused little trouble. But this cannot be avoided at this event. I've, considered, I've been considering visiting neighbours to let them know there'll be disruption at ours for the night and across the week. I was guessing a bottle of wine or some small... I'm trying to put a bit of drama into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You're also making Kim, who sounds really amazing and lovely, making it sound a bit annoying with that voice you do. <laughs> I was guessing uh, a bottle of wine or some small <laughs> gift may help to keep neighbours relatively happy. 
but not sure if this is over the top or if it's a standard preparation before house parties. So this is where I was hoping you could, I was hoping you could help advise. Would it be courteous of gifting our neighbours? Should I just pop over and explain what's happening and leave it at that? Thank you for continuously keeping a smile on my face when I hear the pods. Keep well and sending all my love. Yo, Kim the Kim koala. The koala, my girl. Um, let me just say this straight off. You sound like an incredible neighbour. Um, you sound like the sort of person that is the foundation of any great street uh, across the world, across the globe. Um, and I think you've got the right inclination. I think letting neighbours know is the most important thing. I think it's that little mm-hmm. rattle on the door. Don't go around. Don't fly that shit. Don't fly that shit. Pop round. Little rattle on the yeah. door. Little knock. Yeah. And you know what? Um, you know, a nice bottle of wine or, you know, if it's, you know, if they've got kids, like some sweets um, or, you know, maybe you've got like, I don't know, like a four pack of carling or something, just dropping around a little gift for all your closest neighbours. And um, yeah, I think that's just a sweet, sweet idea that you could be doing. So, uh, yeah. And I think it's also, I mean, I, I think, I mean, it depends because obviously it's your brother's wedding, so you've got to be careful. But I think sometimes saying, look, pop your head in, pop your head, pop your head in. Yeah, yeah. Have a little, you know, if you, if you fancy a little nose, meet some, you know, I could imagine your friends are amazing people, family are amazing. So yeah, just uh, sort of not have an open house, but yeah, I think integrating the neighbours into your world is quite a sweet, sweet, sweet thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Kim the koala, it's wonderful that you've even thought about this. That that shows that you're a nice person. So uh, I would totally agree with Tom. Um, I, I think a bottle of wine's a nice idea, and then also, you know, in a selfish way, if they accept the wine. It means they they can't really complain after that, you know. You've got the wine, and then yeah. you, you then you then you know you can really fucking cut loose. Yeah. Three a.m. Drum and bass. Turn it up. Have yourselves a party. Do you know what I mean? We've got neighbours who have parties quite regularly, and they always inform people. So yeah, I think it's a. How yeah. do they? How do they do it? Uh, they'll either knock on the door or put if you don't answer, they'll put a little thing for the for the door. Mm. And and do you get aggrieved by that, or are you totally cool with it? I'm pretty cool with it. I think people. I think if you take a piss. Then, How regularly are they having parties? Oh no, no, every couple of months. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, I, I, th- I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that means that means rough estimate. They've had more parties over the last two years than I've been to in my life, probably. <laughs> Do you get invited to make parties and shit? No, I don't get invited to shit, bro. Oh man, it's because well, people tell me it's because I always say no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I've I, got that vibe. I don't, at the I don't think I, I, don't I keep think seeing that. like stuff happening. That yeah. Uh, how come you went to the King Gary reunion thing last week? <laughs> Little joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> the zinger. That's it. That's your opening. I can't believe you're giving away tour material. I feel like I feel like my I, I'm getting is getting hotter and hotter in this room. And you're to the point where I'm barely going to be conscious. You're wearing a grey t-shirt as well. You have some back yeah. sweat on that. Yeah, boy. Yeah. What kind of boy. shorts or pants are you wearing? I've got some. Blue toweling shorts is what I would describe. Oh man, so you're going to get that ass sweat. And I've got and I've got white sort of thick white socks on as well. Oh, <laughs> you're going to have really bad ass sweat. I was sat in the pub yesterday. Yeah, and it was it was it, I had a long walk over there, and I sat down. Oh god, this is disgusting. I felt like the bead, the dribble down oh, the back. That's the worst. Well, <laughs> down the back of your ass crack. It was sort of started at the back. Oh man! And it sort of worked its way down. The, it was the, a bit like um, you know when Jeff Goldblum's doing that demonstration of chaos theory yeah, yeah, in yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park. It was a bit like that down my spine. <laughs> in fact, I think that scene would have been better if he'd done it like that. If he'd have gone, oh, hold on, let me just lift up my shirt. So can you see? Do you think the next strip is going to go down my ass crack as well? 
Do you know that's the thing I worry so about in the summer more than anything else? Mm. Is that fucking line between your ass cheeks and a pair of like nice sort of like a pair of, pair of nice shorts and you've just got a fucking sweat line. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was doing leg press at the gym the other day and like, you know where it like comes down on top of you and yeah. you sort of knee, knees are by your yeah. ears or whatever, yeah. however high you get it. And um, my sort of T-shirt rode up oh, yeah, yeah. and my tracksuit bottoms are slightly lower than <laughs> I wanted them to be. And so I would say for five out of the ten reps that I did, my naked ass was making So you didn't have any bit. underpants on? No, I did, but it, like you know where they've come down and they sort of started dragging. <laughs> but the tracksuit bottoms are saying, we're going to leave this ass and you're coming yeah. with us. Yeah. Come on! You never leave a man behind! Did you have that big sweaty, like literally, like a fucking like the moon landing ass, like yeah, mark yeah. On the, it was like a, it was like it was like a sweat peach <laughs> on the. <laughs> did you clean it off? Yeah, of course I fucking did. But I, 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 even after I'd cleaned it off, I think I thought to myself, I need to tell them they need to replace that equipment. <laughs> you just taking Sorry, the cover off, a, the, a, off the chair. Yeah, yeah there's about just so you know, there's about three, four things over there that you need to burn now. And that's going to happen every time I come to the gym. <laughs> okay, uh, another email. Please keep me anonymous. It's from the Angry Hedgehog. Right. Uh, please, uh, housework, exclamation mark. You are sweet, sweet souls. I should be able to give a half-decent male perspective on this issue. My husband does nothing around the house. I clean, dust, hoover, scrub the toilets, water the garden, do the laundry. I won't bore you with the rest, but it's a long list. Uh, we both work full time. If I get spare time, I usually do a few chores first, then relax a bit, watch some TV. If he gets spare time, he does nothing except watch TV or play on his Xbox. Oh, God. Ditto when he takes days off work. He considers, he considers it his time. So he does bugger all except lay on the sofa. I've raised this with him. He apologises, makes a half-assed effort for a few days, seemingly expecting a fucking medal. That is absolute classic men, that is, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Then reverts back to his normal lazy behaviour. It's my husband... <laughs> Is my hubby just a total twat? Can he change? I'd appreciate your advice. Love the pod. Angry Hedgehog. Yo, Hedgehog. Tom Davis. Yo. Illuminate and elucidate, please. Look, I think this, sadly, and I don't mean to, it might be, I think a lot of men are culpable of this. I certainly have been at times. I have been. There's a time when that, yeah, I would just play on FIFA or I'd fucking, like, find something else to do rather than doing jobs around the house. Um, even like working out or golf or whatever. But if I'm honest, sort of we and Catherine had quite a big chat about it. Mostly as well, I think, because Grace was, with Grace being born, like we, we both work for ourselves, but Catherine works from, work from home, I'd be out working. So I don't know, that always sort of was a bit of a bone of contention. But I think it's important to, you know, I don't it's really hard, but I think you should have like like your jobs and their jobs, like whatever they may be, like cleaning up after them. If if one of you cooks, the other one should clean up. That's that's that should just be the simplest of things. Like that should that should just be law of the house, right? If what someone cooks, someone cleans up. It you know, but then if you, you, you break down these are the, this is what needs doing every week, this is what you're doing, this is what I'm doing. Like and that's like gonna be down to people's schedules in life, but I just think Men are idiots, right? Men can see Correct. things. Men will walk past stuff and just not think about it. Whereas women, and like, I don't mean to gentrify, like, and this isn't, but, but or, like, not gentrify, whatever. I don't mean to be to generalize. Like, generalize. But yeah, but that is pretty much in my experience how it is. 
And it's like you, I think for me, Catherine's always been like, right, no, you should bring, bring it up to the point where now I, I will like, I'm better trained, I think, than I was, you know. But it's like just now, like, I don't know, if you ever had the thing where you just like, the bottom of your fridge just gets fucking water in it. It's not a fucking swimming, but like, so, Catherine's like, she's been saying to me for a couple of, like about a week, can you sort this out? And I've been like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then realised actually, I just this morning was like, I'm going to fucking do it now. I'm going to do the podcast and watch the YouTube video. Uh, do you ever watch those YouTube You're watching those YouTube videos. So like fucking 70. You is, that, is, that that new, is that a new website where you can watch videos <laughs> on pretty much anything? <laughs> but I watched, is that I, what you're talking about? Like, it's, it's got a search engine thing, hasn't it? And you can like... So if you videos. wanted to learn how to do the gambling, you can watch something about poker. If you wanted to learn how to do something about cleaning... But I ended up watching a video about how to clean, like why would this happens, and then actually I've sorted it out now. I, I watched, but then I watched about ten videos from this one person who, for some reason, made a video about how to clean fridges. And then it, yeah, but his, his his stuff was all so different. Like, it was no, there was no like, oh, this is how you clean fridges. Oh, yeah, this is what happens if your your freezer gets like overfreeze or whatever they call it, needs to frost in. It was yeah. just like it was so sporadic. But he had the number one video to watch about. Like if you get a pond in the back, yeah, you got yeah, you got to go for the specialist in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have figured out how to do so much stuff from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's an it's um it's an amazing website. <laughs> it really is. Well, whatever you need. Are you what are um, you like right now? So you are you do you do? Oh stuff? well, it's very difficult for me. I do very little, really? if anything. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I I, I actually as you take the pins out. As we were reading this email and you were answering, I thought, how honest am I going to be about what I do? I think you um, need to be as honest as possible. Do you do the bins? Mm, occasionally, not very often. Right. Do you clean the kitchen? Mm, do I clean the kitchen? No. I mean, I do if I, if I, I do clean up after myself, I would say that. But do I clean the kitchen? No, but if the whole family's eaten, would you go and clean, like, clean, clean the sides, fill the dishwasher up? Wash the pants. Um, yeah, I do do that a bit, yeah. Yeah, so you um, know you're being hard on yourself. A, no, I don't do enough. I don't do anywhere near enough. And this is what I think, Angry Hedgehog. I think your husband is a default do-nothinger. That's his natural state. And w- he's not going to change. I, I, I don't think he's going to change. Uh so you, well, he's not going to change without incentive is what I mean. So what I think is, what I think you need to do is I think you need to make it clear how much it's pissing you off. Because based on your email, it's pissing you off quite a lot. And I don't know if it's pissing you off enough to maybe like, I mean, you've said is my hubby a total twat. Uh, I don't know how much this is pushing you towards thinking, fucking hell, I don't know if I, I mean, I'm being very extreme here. I don't even know if I want to be in this, if it's going to carry on like this. But I think you need to make it absolutely clear because basically at the moment you've got a situation where you're telling him to do some stuff. He does it for a bit and then he stops doing it. And there, there is no, there's no consequences of that. So there is no reason for him to behave differently. And I, I listen, I mean, there is a reason to be a considerate husband. I get that, but that's not working. So you need to try something else. And what I suggest you do is sit down and have a talk with him and say, it is incredibly stressful for me having to do everything you are being selfish. Uh, if you care about my feelings at all, you will start doing stuff. And I don't just mean for a few days. I mean, can we talk about what is your responsibility? 
And like, I think what Tom said was right about allocating certain things. So you do this, I do this, you do this. And then you've got the responsibility. Because if it's like an arbitrary thing of like, can you do more? He's got no idea what that is. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's got no idea what that is. You need to make... You do it like you do with kids. We do it with our kids. Men They've are fucking shorts. kids. Men, if yeah. you let men fucking behave like fucking children, and this is they speaking as well, like, like, and like you, what you said as well is it's an incentive. And this is fucking how pathetic we are as a fucking group of people. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying... No, 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 no. I'm but, not saying it's right or good, but I'm just saying that some men are just like that. Yeah. And, but also, and, and, I think a lot of... Like, I could talk to you about... Me and you fucking... Most pals I've got. If you let men procrastinate and just fucking sit around scratching their bollocks watching football and playing on the Xbox. They'll fucking do that. But yeah, what yeah. you need to do is like, and it's fucking, it's, it's, it's a shitter for you because you you, either, you don't want to become like the nag, but you kind of just got to go, look, if you want to watch the Xbox, make sure you do this, this and this. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then I'll, you, yeah. you want to find a way of doing it where you don't feel like a nag. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying you're a nag, but it's tiring to have to keep telling people stuff. Right? And it's tiring. It's annoying. And he'll start to resent you for it unrightfully, but he will. So what you've got to do is you've got to make a fundamental change to how things are working in your house. Some of this will come down to the thing of you being seen within your relationship. It's like not about some of the things that we've found, I've found out is through therapy and whatever. So it's not necessarily, it's about the fact you're doing all this stuff around the house and he probably doesn't notice. And he, he takes it for granted. Take, he'll be taking it for granted. And he's, he's not turning around and saying, even like you, even if he's not doing the shit he should be, you're you're doing all this amazing stuff, and you're you're keeping the house running, and he's not turning around going, "Oh, you know what? The the kitchen looks nice. Oh, thanks for doing that." Or, "Yeah, oh, the house the feel, house feels nice and clean." He's, yeah. So, it's a deeper thing. Isn't even just the, the the him doing it or him not doing it. It's the fact that you're doing these things and you're not getting any sort of praise or any sort of like he's not seeing how instrumental you are to that. So, yeah, he he kind of needs to fix up and look. He sharp. does. He so does. I he needs to fix up and look sharp immediately. Because he's a lucky man, yo. He's a lucky man. Very lucky man. Good luck. Should we do one more? Yes, do it, bro. Uh, dear Swan, Cat Wolf. Oh, God, you know what I've just realised? What? The Swan chooses these emails. Oh, yeah, wow. That last one. Wow. <laughs> Is my hubby just a total twat? <laughs> What are you like on holiday? Are you more like imagine imagine if imagine if I'd not picked up on that and then she listens to this and she's like, I cannot believe how fucking nailed on that po- that email was. Uh, when you're on holiday, are you more? Do you do more stuff then? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I need to sort myself out. This has been a wake up call for me, which I assume is what the swan was hoping for <laughs> all along. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is from the worm. Wow. Dear Swan Cat, well, and by the way, at this point, I'm barely conscious, just so you know, not because of the email, but I really am descending into a fucking funk here. This is bad. <laughs> Do you smell? I had, seven, Do you smell? I had seven beers yesterday. I'm sitting here in a room that's volcanic and gradu- I'm gradually shutting down. So it's possible that during your closing speech, your closing, uh, I can't even think of the fucking, your closing comments, I'll, yeah. I'll completely fall asleep. Um, okay. Dear Swan Cat, Wolf and Owl, thanks for putting me last. I'm a huge fan of the pod and almost crashed my car at the recent Mark Mike section of the podcast. Great listening. Oh my God, that was uh, oh, the Mark, the, the Mike, the Mike. Who... We should put that up as a video, by the way, JT. Yeah, that's not, um, you have not got his email address, no? 
<laughs> you prick. Is this how you is this how you're exclusively communicating with him? <laughs> Just really fuck. I know he'll listen then. <laughs> yeah, he's listening. He's already furious that we've told three stories that we've told before on the podcast, probably, at this stage. <laughs> This poor bastard having to remember stuff that we don't fucking remember. Yeah, even though it's he's us incredible, that, that guy. Even he's though it's incredible. us that said it. Yeah, I know. He's we, we should chat. Un- he's it. unbelievable. Yeah, he, JT's he's like the best. He's the best in the game. He's the engine room in this podcast. Yeah, he is. Oh, you know how it goes this far to say about him? He's a Busquets or he's the guy in the team. He's, he's, he's more important than anyone else on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. We'd be fucked without him. Yeah, we shouldn't have said any of this, actually, because... Yeah, I just think there should be... He's a, gonna, I, he's I'd gonna, say there should he's be... He's going to ask for more money. A JT day. I might even get a tattoo of his name on my... Yeah, that's a great idea. We're 58 minutes in. Let's make this JT day. Uh, JT, I hope you enjoy the last two minutes of this that are dedicated to you. Um... My, my plight is an embarrassing one, so I'd like to stay anonymous for reasons you'll shortly understand. After hearing the pebble story, which initially disgusted me, I came around to a great idea to such an eloquent explanation from the wolf. It got me thinking. My wife has recently suffered a bout of thrush, which in turn has become a firing... <laughs> Why are we laughing at that? I, I, think, I think it's because he's put it in the email. It's so, uh, I'm, not it's, laughing at, I'm not laughing at I'm thrush. Not, it's a horrible thing, thrush. Yeah. My my wife has recently suffered a bout of thrush, which in turn has become a fire and itchy affair for me and the unmentionables and made sleeping difficult. Listening to the pebble story, I took the wolf's logic and decided a cooling aid was the way to go. Now <laughs> Now balancing a pebble on my helmet wouldn't work, so I came up with an alternative. <laughs> I cut a circle out of a leather patch that was in the pocket. It was in the pocket of a recently brought leather ja- uh, bought le- jacket meant for minor repairs. I cut a straight slit to the centre and formed a cone similar to the palm leaf conical hats worn as traditional Vietnamese dress. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it in the freezer. Imagine, imagine my relief and gratitude to the wolf upon wearing the invention that night. <laughs> he had a Vietnamese themed cock. Upon wearing the invention that night in bed when my wife was working late, when the heat had sufficiently cooled, I removed the garment and placed it on my bedside table. When, my, when I woke from a much-needed night's sleep, the yeast-infected cowhide had gone, and to my, display, to my dismay, only turned up two days later. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> 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 I only... I only turned up two days later when I found it on the head of my nine-year-old daughter's barbie. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 I immediately immediately removed it and told my daughter I'd fashion another hat, but she told my wife she was upset and my wife confronted me and told me to return it. I didn't, and I made a bike helmet out of toothpaste pump for out of a toothpaste pump for Barbie. But my wife now will not stop asking what it is and why I'd made it. Do I let her know what the fuck up I'd been up to? What the fuck I'd been up to, or do I keep rebuffing her question? Thanks in advance, the worm. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Um, the worm. Um, <laughs> number one, bro. I would say that um, you sound like an incredible, like en- the ingenuity on you. 
to make these like to make a bike. Yeah, you'd be very, very, very matter of fact about doing some incredible thing. Yeah, yeah, like like to a make bike a bike helmet out of a toothpaste. Pack. That's incredible. Like, this guy's next. I level. genuinely am going to be hitting you up for advice about yeah different headwear for Barbies. Obviously, none that my dick and penises. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> I think it's probably best. I think it was something you and your wife have both suffered with the thrush situation. I think it's probably best that. Um, you sit down, you have a chat, and you tell her exactly what happened. Um, mm. I mean, I'm mm. guessing your wife will see the funny side of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking that, yeah, I mean, you saved Barbie. Did you wash, I'm sort of like, did you wash Barbie's head? You wash her hair? Yeah. That I'd needs hope, a proper, that yeah. need, I would say that needs a shave and a, and a restitch. Though. Yeah, yeah. I'd have actually probably gone out and brought a whole new Barbie if I'm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rather than sort of, yeah. But yeah, I think it's, uh, honesty is paramount here. But like, wow, I feel so like, it's an incredible thing when you start started off the pebbles and now people are using it for other body parts. Um, I mean, at the moment, I'd love to just get a massive pebble and, that you could just hold in your arms in your in your room there, and then you'd feel nice and cool all over. Uh, the worm, thank you for sharing a wonderful story. It's a great email, one of the best we've had in a while. Ever, uh, you, you do need to tell your wife what happened, um, and you can blame Tom if you want. You can say Tom came up with this idea of the arse yeah. pebble. You thought you'd try and make a Vietnamese cock hat as a result of listening to Tom's advice. And um, that's why you got rid of it. And I think she'll understand. And then maybe get some more leather and make yourself and maybe label them. Yeah. yeah. You know, one Barbie. Also, one just helmet. get a drawer to put your, if, you, if you're sticking yeah. your dick just in Just put anything. it away. Just put it, just put your yeast cock hat away. Yeah. 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 Um, good luck. Uh, okay. Tom, do us the honor. Of taking us out. A king sat on his amazing throne, chilling the day away. And a jester came through and made him laugh a little bit. And his main knight came forward and said, oh, I killed a dragon for you. Uh, and he celebrated them both with mountains of gold. Um, and then someone made him a, a lovely, lovely cape that he wore. And he strolled around town in the cape. All the while, never thinking about every day when he sat in the throne, it was clean and it stood and bared his weight. Anyway, one day he sat on his throne and there was a pin that stuck on his bum and also it was quite smelly and dirty and some of the fat and residue from his last night's dinner was in it. And the king shouted out, for Christ's sake, why is my chair dirty? And someone says, oh, Matthew, the chair cleaner. Um, he's not coming. Like, he's been actually like he's got gonorrhea. He's, he's not going to be in for a few days. <laughs> and the king said, um, what? What, 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 what? What the hell? Like, what are we supposed to do now? And uh, basically everyone was like, well, we don't know. Like Matthew's like, we never thought this would happen. The moral of the story. Oh, my God. <laughs> The moral of the story is, in life, you will always notice the big moments, the the grand gestures, the people who, you know, score the goals, or the people who fly the air balloons. But what you won't notice is the people who keep the clean sheets or make the wicker baskets. Notice everyone. No one is too small. Or no gesture too small to say <laughs> thank you. 
Thank you for being there every day. Because life is all built up from simple gestures that make your heart beat that little bit kinder. Oh, that was really lovely. Really nice. I would say very abrupt ending. Opposite of Lord of the Rings, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind yeah, of, yeah. I sort of knew what I wanted to say, but also mm. I was then conscious of the fact that you slumped back into your chair and I wasn't sure if you were still alive. Um, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a great one. Another great one. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to The Wolf and Out. We appreciate every one of you. We're going to play for you now a little segment of a song that's been cheering me up this week, and it's by Post Malone, and it's called Ooh, I Like You. I love Post Malone. Brackets, a happier song, close brackets. Uh, take care, bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. Thank you.